Hello, welcome back to Living in the Zone Pod. This is episode three. I'm your host, Warren. Aiden is alongside me. Let's do this. Welcome back, Aiden. How are you today? I'm doing great. Looking forward to this podcast today and just excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Well, of course, we're going to start off with the lockout. Uh, pitchers and catchers were support, was supposed to be sport this week, but nothing's happening. Um, still no deal. I'm a bit worried now. I don't want to get back into all the lockout. Just what they're doing right now is stupid. The owners are stupid and the players are should stand their ground, but... Here comes a shortened season, and I'm not excited for it because everyone's going to freak out about Mickey Mouse ring and things. But the Dodgers are short season championships, so let's do this. But let's just get moving on from the lockout. Uh, going into Trevor Bauer's situation, uh, we're not going to touch too heavy on it, but what do you think about this, Aiden? Uh, I, we'll have to see if he appeals to his suspension or not, or if he even gets one, because nothing's for sure yet. But I really think that he can be a solid player. I mean, he's still putting in work right now, like aside of everything that's been going on. He's putting in that work. He still looks pretty solid. And, yeah, just going to have to wait and see, I guess, what happens. Yeah, this is just a sticky situation. And, frankly, I don't want to touch on it because it could uh, offend some people at home because they might have went through some stuff, what is happening. But it could mean good things for the Dodgers if he's back. But because the Dodgers only have Bueller and Reyes for starting pitcher right now, and they need to go get some. But if they get Trevor back, then they'll probably be okay for a little bit. But, yeah, it's just a weird situation. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Just hopefully he gets back and everyone loves him and some people will hate him. But, yeah. All right. Bets or judge, right fielders. If you have a team to start with a right fielder, like you have to choose one of those right fielders, who would you choose? I've got Mookie Bats. He's fast. He's got the bat. And, uh, yeah, he's just that solid player in the outfield. I mean, he makes those plays. He's really quick. He can sling it. And, yeah, I just I think it's Mookie easily. Yeah, me too. It's Mookie easily. He's, t- he's right behind Trout of one of the top outfielders out there. Trout, of course, is the legend. Hello, I am starting my new segment. This is College Baseball with Warren. I'm very out of this world. This is my first time talking about it fully. I've talked about it with my coaches, but I I never talk about college baseball. But I'm excited to get into it because what the hell is MLB doing? And college baseball, in my opinion, is going to take the spotlight. So I want to just talk about it with you guys. Like, this is why I started the podcast, so we can talk about sports. Um, Let's hop in right in. I was reviewing some rosters just for fun today. And I know in the podcast I say, what is Texas being number one? But Texas is a stacked team. This is future me talking, but Texas is a stacked team. Um, Like, they only have... They're a young team, too, so they're going to do some damage. Uh. I think they deserve to be in the top three right now. I, I think I'm kind of iffy on Vandy and Mississippi State kind of there. I think they're all up there for top five. But there's some people that should have been in the top five. Like, I think Notre Dame and Florida should be switched because Florida has some great pitching. Florida 
It's probably one of the best pitching news out there right now. They have a lot of lefties. I was talking to my coach today, shout out Coach Patty. We were talking about how Florida has a huge, good lefty group of guys. So I think Florida will be up there in the top five soon enough. But Virginia's up there. Virginia was pretty amazing last year. Fortunately, they ended their run early in the World Series. But, man, I am so excited to talk about all of this today. Well, tonight, it's going to be like five minutes each time, but once we get into more stuff, this segment might vary up in time, so sorry, it's going to be long, but of course, you can skip it, just go up, I'll probably add chapters and stuff too, like, we can skip to different segments if you want on the podcast, I'm still learning the world, but enough with podcast talk, let's talk about baseball. The top five right now is Texas, Vandy, Mississippi State, and Notre Dame, and then Virginia. And then number six is Florida, and number seven is Stanford, and number eight in Arkansas, and number nine is Mississippi, and number 10 is LSU. I'm not going to give you all 25. If you want to check out the 25, go to Baseball America. They have a... I I don't know, but that's where you find the rankings. So just go to Baseball America if you want to see the whole top 25. But let's just get right into it. Vandy, of course. Runner-ups last year, they've always been... They've been in World Series a lot. They have a lot of draft picks out there in the MLB now, like Walker Bueller. They're a great team. If you want... If you're a college baseball player, you probably want to go to Vandy. You have a great shot at going to the MLB there. Uh, Dansby Swanson with the Braves. But Vandy's always a great team. They still have some young people out there. Last year, they had two of great pitches, Kumon Rocker and Jack Leader. Fortunately, Rocker did not make it to MLB. He's focusing on the next year's draft. But Vandy, of course, is going to be in the top five a lot this year. They could drop down because, again, they did lose a couple pieces in the draft last year. So they could drop back down into the 10s range. But let's hop right into Notre Dame. Kind of shocking. Notre Dame last year wasn't that good at baseball. Um, I think I think in the next few weeks, it's so Florida and Notre Dame will switch places, 6-4. and four. I think that will probably happen. Uh, Mississippi State, they're a stacked team. Oh, my God. They're like, prob- they're one of the best teams out there. I think one- they're one of my favorites to go win the whole World Series out there. I think Texas and Mississippi State will skip. I think they will. They will skip. Um, they will change spots. I think Mississippi State will be number one, and Vandy will, will stay two. But let's hop right in. I'm going to give you some. We're going to get out of the top five. Again, they're all stacked teams in the top five, of course. Where else are going to be? But let's talk about some people that actually kind of shocked me of making the top 25. Um, number 18, UC Irvine. Small D1 college out in um, Irvine, California. I've been to the college. It's very small. They have a nice baseball field. But sorry about dogs. I'm recording in my truck right now, but... Yeah, that's kind of shocking. And then at number 16, North Carolina State. They won the World Series last year. And they're number 16. They probably lost a few pieces, but that's just shocking to me. They should be at least in the top 10 or top 15. They're barely there, but um, let's hop right into Nebraska. Nebraska, I don't know. I don't know if it was Arkansas or Nebraska that had that amazing closer last year, but they. They're they they're a good team. The Cornhuskers are a great team. They have a good football program, good baseball. I think Nebraska will probably stay in around that range. But yeah, I'm excited. Friday, February 18th, 
is going to be an amazing day because college baseball is back, and I don't think one second of that day I won't have a game on. It's going to be awesome to watch. And I think throughout the season, I, I said I'm excited because I'm definitely going to have a game on every single day of the week. It's going to be so fun to watch college baseball because the kids are having fun. Metal bats, um, still learning stuff, but it's not like MLB level, but they, they're going to have fun and they're going to compete every day. MLB is like that, but I'm not a fan of MLB right now because college baseball is the new thing, and I think everyone should get on it. And I'm glad you guys are around here. So let's get back to your regular pro- regular programming and see you on the next one. All right, before we hop into the NFL segment, of course, where do you find us? Find us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at In The Zone Podcast. And, yeah, just make sure you're supporting us. And, yeah. Make sure you subscribe, please, and follow. We really need the fans, please. All right, NFL segment. Of course, the biggest game of the year just happened. Rams win 23-20. to I was the closest, I think, on the... Or were you closest on the predictions? I think I had 31-17. But uh, we look on it. Joe Burrow had a really good game. Uh, defensively, they definitely could have done better. They did get a no-call that was really shocking in the opening up. Uh, second half. Uh, it was just a really good game. I mean, it wasn't too boring, but uh, it didn't really feel like a Super Bowl as I was watching it. It kind of just, I don't know, just was different. And Joe Burrow, he was on his game, but it seems like they weren't aggressive when they needed to be. And then they had that third and one there on the last zone drive, or last drive going down the field, and they had their uh, Perrine in running the ball on third and one. I would have had Mixon, and he'd been running the ball amazing. He had a really good game, but they decided to run it with him. Didn't get the uh, first down, got pushed to fourth, and then Aaron Donald closed the game out, which was an iffy call. Yeah, let's start off in the first quarter. Uh, OBJ and Stafford connected for the first touchdown. Um, OBJ was amazing in the fourth quarter, but he went down. But I think the Rams had it going in the fourth quarter, and then the Bengals came back, scored in the second, and then that was a half. And then third quarter... That was an amazing start, but that penalty, that should have been called. But, of course, in the end, it didn't matter. But, damn, that was a great start for the Bengals for the first, second half. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, it definitely was definitely an amazing uh, performance, I think, by players. Uh, that call, though, if you look back on it, it was really obvious. I'm not sure how it wasn't spotted. The refs just weren't in, like, the right spot. But you also go to look at the Rams drive before they scored a touchdown to go up on the Bengals, and they had that one call that was called, uh, I forgot who it was called on, but it was a pass interference, and it pushed the Rams down to the one when it was third and goal. And that was, I feel like that was a really big play, because I saw it going fourth and goal being like game, like game-winning situation here, like you win or go home. Yeah, that was that was pretty amazing on the last drive. I think you were talking about I spaced out, sorry, but Cooper Cup got in the touchdown two times. And Eli Apple, oh my God. Talk about karma right there. Yeah, he talks a lot of smack. Talking smack all week and then getting burnt in the whole Super Bowl. That was amazing to watch. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely improved over the course of his trash talking, but he talked quite a bit to get actually got owned by Cooper Cup. Yeah, I don't understand why McVay was still trying to run the ball, even though it wasn't working for him. But at the end... It had to be Cup and Stafford to get the final touchdown of the game. But let's talk about the last play, fourth and one. Let's talk about the off- – what What do you think the offensive lineman was thinking about blocking Aaron Donald? Because he was uh, not getting stopped by Aaron Donald. 
like Aaron Donald was going through no matter what. Yeah, Aaron Donald just got through and kind of just ended like that. And if you looked at the play, they were trying to go to Uzuma on the left side. He was wide open, but as Uzuma, as the player, he opened up. Uh, Aaron Donald was just in the backfield already, and it was just too late. Yeah, Ramsey had uh, Chase had Ramsey beat on that too. If Boro just had a little more time, maybe. I would have been depressed about the Rams losing, but right now, Rams are champions, and we need more fans. I just watched that parade today, and that is terrible, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. All right. Now, you're the Bengals. You have a good head coach. You just extended him today. But what's their main priority to get back into the Super Bowl? Oh, don't get ahead of yourselves. Focus on what you guys need to improve on. Like, position-wise, though, what do you think their main priority is to focus on? They definitely need to focus on their offensive line as a group. I think they don't have a bad group is what they're working with. They just need to put in work, understand what their priorities have to be each game, and just take it one step at a time. I mean, they have all offseason to work now, and they can just get that really team chemistry. I mean, they're young. They have potential. And same with their defense. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, that's the main priority. If they get a couple pieces back, like if they bring everyone back from that, except Eli Apple, that dude should be tired. But if they bring everyone back and then get like two good offensive linemen, they're back in the contender spot, and they're still contenders, but they'll probably be real contenders because Joe Burrow is going to be amazing next year, and he's my early MVP candidate for next year. I think they definitely have a really good shot at it again next year. They're going to be up there. They're I'd see him being a top six team, but I also see the Chargers being really good next year. I don't want to underestimate uh, Herbert. He's an amazing quarterback. He gets things done. His defense really made him suffer, though, there at the end of the season. But I definitely see Herbert being up there. Yeah, I think it's going to be between those two young guns. But um, talking about MVPs, Robert Rogers, four-time MVP, but only one-time Super Bowl. It's kind of weird to say that he should be he should have more Super Bowls but he can't get past the playoffs yeah I don't I mean I've watched him I'm a Bears fan so I'm not really a big fan of Rodgers and he kind of just owns us but he just doesn't get it done I guess like they looked amazing going up against San Francisco on the first drive like they went right down there that was like a always like Packers first drive like they always score on that first drive that was just like it was intimidating it, everyone was like oh my god like this is gonna be like bad but then they just drove down, but then after that, it was no scoring, no more offense, and I don't know how you did that. you let that happen when you have Devontae Adams, you have one of the top quarterbacks like in the past like 10 years, Aaron Rodgers, he's amazing. And then you have Aaron Jones in the backfield. Like I just don't get how you let that happen. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. I, do you think Rodgers is staying with the Packers, or do you think he's going to get traded or leave? They're doing about anything they can right now to try and keep him, and I mean... Honestly, if he wants it for the ring, I think he I think he honestly gives Green Bay another shot. I mean, as long as his, him and Adams are still there. But he's just really going to have to buckle down and just do anything he can to win. No more messing around. Like, I think that's I – don't, I don't think they take it as serious on defense there. And they need to definitely work on their defense because their defense allowed some things that should not have been allowed. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Rodgers would stay because it's rumored that the Packers will go all in to help Rodgers. But that's just, I really hope. I don't hope the Packers. I hate the Packers. I hope the Rams go back in it, or the Bengals and the Chargers. But no Packers, please. Packers suck. Yeah. Well, I'll just have to wait and see till next year or where Rodgers goes. Yeah. All right. So before we hop into MVP of the week, again, shout out to Coach for letting us use the Breeze. Pretty amazing facility we got here. 
we, we're about one month away from the season starting, so getting excited for that. Really excited. All right, who's your MVP of the week? Cooper Cup, no doubt. I mean, he carries that team. I definitely thought it could have been Odell. I mean, he was on. He was going on a huge game here. He had like 50 yards receiving that first quarter. Then he goes out, and yeah, that's just that really sucked. But I got Cooper Cup. I mean, without him, without if the Rams not have him this year, but I don't think the Rams go near as far. Him and Stafford had an unbelievable connection. And he, I think about every game he had a touchdown. I don't think there was a game where he didn't. Or he just put up numbers every game, and he was amazing in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. That's one of my MVP of the weeks, but my MVP is the halftime show. That was an amazing halftime show to watch at the Super Bowl. Um, I love Dr. Dre, and I'm glad they brought back this nostalgia for old fans because, let's be real, that was for old people right there. Yeah, it was nice, though. You saw all the TikToks and everything on social media, all of the parents and everything getting up during that. And Yeah, it was good good and fun to watch. All right, worst player of the week. You're, everyone knows mine, of course, but what's yours? <sighs> Eli Apple here. I mean, I don't know. He no doubt. He talks way too much trash, and he just got owned. So I don't know. It's just... That's just where I'm at. It was funny to see all the players roasting him after the Super Bowl. But, of course, mine is Rob Manfred. I mean, man clown, man fraud, whatever you want to call him. Please get him out. I've said it many times. He sucks. Just make him leave. All right, that should do it. Again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and like and share friends. You got anything, Aiden? Oh, no, just... Support us, please. We really appreciate it, and we're just out here having fun, so thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you.